Welcome to Heavenly Pennies with Melissa Grimsley, the podcast to help you follow your intuition, align with your soul purpose, and connect with your higher self. Hello, Heavenly Pennies listeners. I'm Melissa Grimsley, your host. Today, I want to dive into triggers. Ooh, triggers. Just the word makes you trigger, right? (laughs) And no matter how far you can come, no matter how you can journey forward, you can go 5 million steps forward, think that you've made so much progress from where it is that you came from, and all it takes is one trigger to set you years and years and lifetimes back. You don't even know where the source is coming from. Initially, you may just be simply reacting to it. So you're triggered over the loss of something or rejection, or you're feeling that lack, that fear, that sadness, that doubt, that lack of self-worth. Because it all comes from within how we react to our surroundings, how we allow others and circumstances of our environment to influence us and get those emotions to rise to the surface. I can always tell when I've stepped back a few days from practicing my yoga practice because I start to maybe hold my breath. I start to get tense in the body again. It's like a normal acclimated reaction that I used to have when I would be facing fear or a loss or a struggling circumstance that I may be in. Stress, that's a huge trigger, right? Especially when it's involving money or relationships or health issues. Again, going back to the loss. So the loss of a person, the loss of something, the loss of an ideal that you thought your life may be headed. And it is when we relinquish the need to control. It is when we take a look inward, inside, to ask ourselves, why am I feeling this way? Why is this triggering me? Is it due to what this person or this circumstance has done to me? Or is it because I'm angry with myself? Did you lack setting boundaries? Did you hold on to the need to control? That's a big one. It takes a lot to surrender that ideal of losing control. A lot of the times... When we feel we are being faced with a situation where we are losing control, it can trigger us to spiral into the tornado to create this storm. Because by doing that, by creating this disaster, this chain of events, at least we can say we're the ones who were responsible for doing it. It may have pushed that person away. It may have made us lose a home or something very sacred in our lives that holds this value, this worth, this prosperity, and fills our heart with joy. 
because it was that fear and that sadness and that doubt that allow these triggers to come into play and to make us push that which we love, that which gives us joy and light away? Is it because you're feeling that you're not worthy of it? Are you holding yourself back? What is it that you're afraid of? That's the next level. That's the next layer is to go inward and ask, why am I feeling this way? And then what is it that I can do to shift this, to flip the penny, I like to call it, go inward, stop chasing and let what is meant to come to you be attracted. You ever notice when you're raising the frequency, you're raising the energy and you're really dialing in with yourself, you're doing what brings yourself love, you're doing what brings yourself joy, that all of a sudden... (laughs) things attract. It's raining pennies, right? That person you wanted to call you back is blowing up your phone. That job you've been longing for is knocking at the door. That issue that you've been long desperately wanting to resolve all of a sudden is handed to you on a golden platter. It's there. It's delivered. Because you relinquished the need to control. You surrendered to the situation and you dialed it inward. You moved that energy back inward. You reminded yourself to breathe, to move the body, to do what makes you happy. You did the work. Maybe writing a letter, even if it's not being delivered. Dancing to some music or cleaning, purging things that are hogging up your space, that are taking up way too much clutter in your closets and in your living room. Cooking a home-cooked warm meal. Sitting outside and letting the wind blow through your hair and feeling that sun upon your face. But it is when we give that control to another person or a thing or a situation, or a circumstance that we lose ourselves. We're all human, and it's very easy to have one instance in the drop of a dime flip and send you back moments and years and lifetimes ago because we're stuck in these patterns. But it's when you can recognize the patterns as you're coming full circle, that you can see it for what it truly is. And opposed to pointing the finger and blame or being angry for the lack of what you don't have, because that's the humanism in us. Have to have a reason to blame someone. You have to be angry at something. Otherwise, you're looking at yourself and what's the problem? It's you. It can't be me. I couldn't have done anything wrong. I couldn't have played a part in this role, in this catastrophe that has just erupted before me like the boiling volcano. You know, it sits there and it's lingering and you're holding it in. You're just letting it simmer, letting it go. You're just sitting with it. You're not saying anything and you're not facing reality and you're not expressing what it is that you want and you're not calling it into fruition and you're settling 
until the moment comes, the fire raises to the surface. It takes that little spark to get it to come to the surface. And then what happens? Self-blame, shame, doubt, reluctance as far as wishing that you could have done something differently. Stop wishing you could have done something differently because it wouldn't have landed you here today. See the beauty in where you have arrived here today. I hate to use the old cliche saying, but no pain, no gain. You've got to get through that pain, that suffering in order to find your true joy and happiness. Tim's story says, let your setbacks become your comebacks. Nobody goes through life with things served on a golden platter. It doesn't work that way. You have to work hard for what it is that you want. You have to speak it into existence. You have to break the old patterns, the ways of thinking, relationships, your relationship even to money, to prosperity. What is blocking you? Feel empowered in shifting that. Realigning with truth with yourself. Honoring where you're at. Having compassion for yourself and others. Because anger is what pushes people away. But it's when you can really take a look inward and see not only where you're coming from, but maybe what it was that got this other person to be reacting to you from where you're coming from that can really allow you to transform. These are where beautiful transformations and growth can happen when you're compassionate and when you can see it, you can see it coming to the surface. You can recognize when it's coming and not to be mute about it because there's two ways of reacting, right? You may hold it in like the volcano and then before you know it, rawr, the lion comes out. Or you can internalize it and maybe the lion doesn't even come out and you literally are just crippling yourself. You're crippling your life because you're living a lie. Heavenly Pennies will return after this announcement. Interested in booking a one-on-one intuitive session? I'm now offering three options available via Zoom so that you can sit in the comfort of your own home. Whether it be a Reiki session, a yoga practice, or a one-on-one intuitive reading, I would love to share this gift with you. Email me at heavenlypennies1111 at gmail.com. Again, that email is heavenlypennies1111 at gmail.com and let heaven reign. Please note that I am not a registered nutritionist or a dietitian, and you should always consult with your health practitioner. Now we'll return to part two of this Heavenly Pennies podcast. But finding a healthy way to communicate, to break the barriers, to work through these circumstances that you are facing. Feel the storm, let the rage pass, and know that the sun is going to rise again. It's going to come through those gray clouds. So for anyone who's listening, if you are in a really dark space, let this be your penny of hope that it will be okay. You will get through this. With every struggle comes a victory, every single one of them. Do what you need to do to get yourself through the storm. Seek shelter, get that nice cozy blanket, watch that heartfelt movie. 
Don't allow yourself to linger in that feeling of that sorrow, that depression, that reluctance, because there comes a day that you need to shine. And by shine, I don't mean mask the feelings. I don't mean mask the pain. Feel it, dig inward and release it. Forgive yourself and know that every day is a new day. Every day is an opportunity to shift your energy, to raise that vibration. And maybe you're listening to this and maybe you're in a really good state of mind right now. And that's great. When you're riding those highs, you're riding those waves, keep on sailing, baby. Keep on going with it. Because it's when you're in the lowest of the lows that you need those little pick-me-ups And how you're going to handle those situations, that is what is going to ultimately change your reality forever. Even if it takes just one day where you'd ordinarily go and grab a glass of wine, maybe instead you grab a cup of tea. Maybe in a time where you would be packing up the car and going on a road trip, you take the time to sit and retreat in the luxury of your own home. Maybe in those moments where you would be breathing in toxicities or really releasing toxic verbiage to somebody or just venting to someone out of an angry, hatred-full place, you can come at it with love and compassion and sit with that instead. Someone said to me that you don't need to hate someone for it to be over. You don't need to hate someone. Sometimes it's just a matter of accepting where you're both at, and meeting that situation with compassion, loving, kindness, understanding, and moving forward. It's the best thing you can do is to move forward. And the only way to move forward is to give yourself those things that you're looking for in whatever area of your life that it may be. What was it that you were seeking when you were a child? What is it that you're seeking when you're in a job? or a career? What is it that you're hoping for when you're in that relationship with your family and your established home, healthy environment? What is it? Eliminate the things you don't want. Write a list. Call in the things that you do want. Recognize your needs. Honor your needs. And be grateful for your wants. Release the shame. Release the guilt. Release the self-doubt, release the fear, release the lack of, release the anger, release the sadness. When you feel that coming to the surface, feel it and release it. Another friend of mine from work once said, peace begins with me. And you can practice this if you're listening to this at home. You just place your pointer finger and your thumb together when you say peace your middle finger and your thumb together when you say begins, your ring finger and your thumb when you say with, and your pinky and your thumb when you say me. And by tapping those nerves in your body, you're closing the channel of the pathway. You're bringing yourself back to the body. A simple movement of the breath. If you notice that you're tensing up and you're you're like, okay, what's going on? It might even be something silly like I'm hungry. <laughs> right? I I get very hangry too. So believe me, I understand. But just sit with it instead of reacting and taking a breath and expand that stomach. You might even gently push that stomach out so that you can really ignite that diaphragm there in your lungs and feel that breath along the side of your lungs as you're inhaling up through the crown 
And then when you're exhaling, allow that stomach to descend, igniting that energy back into the root and releasing those hips down into the earth. Because that is a human trigger, right? When we are in these moments that you may hold your breath or your body immediately tenses up. It's like a fight or flight method, right? You're like, ooh, okay. Your body's clenching up. What do you do? Breathe. Because when you're holding all that tension in your body, you have no other option other than to react, other than to say a whole bunch of things that you know you're going to regret, like the volcano, because you're holding it in, but breathing with it, taking a step back, and then expressing how you feel in a calm manner. The more that you practice these things, the easier it is going to come second nature. Every time I'm faced with a conflict when I come out of yoga, I handle it at a much different level than I do when I've skipped yoga for three or four days. Because you're taking time for yourself. Opposed to a trigger response, which would be self-sabotage or sabotage in general, It's very easy to allow yourself to spiral back to those old coping mechanisms, maybe calling in some toxic situation. You can be taking in toxicities, drinking yourself to death, starving yourself to death, getting yourself into a car wreck, overspending your money so that you've completely tapped out burying yourself into the ground until you've lost something of value to you. And it's not to beat yourself up when you're recognizing these moments. It's not to feel that shame. It's just to recognize, okay, what brought me to this place? Why am I reacting this way? And it goes deep. You're going to cry. You're not going to like it. It hurts. But when you can face it, shift the perspective, shift your way of thinking, allow yourself to come at that with a choice of love opposed to disaster, because you don't realize when you're calling in these disastrous moments, you're just reacting. Another thing or another way that you can react is by completely, completely distancing yourself. So how we have the chasers and the runners, right, from situations You have someone who's so engaged and they're like, we're going to scream this out. We're going to get it all out. And then you have the person who's like the hermit in the corner, crawling into a ball, avoiding conflict. I don't want anything to deal with that. You got to find the referee in the middle. You got to find that balancing way to communicate with one another. You got to find that way of calling in that peace and resolving the situation because you're not going to get it by imploding and you're not going to get it by ignoring. Those are two defense mechanisms. Bringing awareness to it is the first step. It's like alcoholism. The first step is admitting that you have a problem or gambling or overspending or whatever it may be, overgiving, right? Sometimes we give so much that that is where we think that we're giving that fulfillment instead of feeding our own soul, nourishing our own bodies. What have you done for you? What have you done for you today, this week, this year? And it can be as simple as I took a bath, I got a massage, I read a book, I listened to some music, I ate a nutritious meal, 
I wrote a love letter, (laughs) whatever it is, write a love letter to yourself. If you're listening to this, write a love letter to yourself and send me a comment in the notes. I would love to hear some of your responses. What is it that you love about yourself? What will be will be. You just got to learn to roll with the punches. Let it flow. Honoring yourself, respecting others, having compassion for these situations. And once you can get to the root of it, you can get to the root of the issue or whatever it is that is at hand, you can shift, you can transform, you can evolve. I pulled a card from my Spirit Song Tarot deck by Paulina Cassidy. And whenever I pull a card, I may see a glimpse of what the animal is on it or the insect in this instance but I won't read it. I'll just look at it. And I always call in the energy of the highest, lightest frequencies, masters, teachers, loved ones of light, pure intention to guide in picking this card. And of course, it was one that I was drawn to that had fallen out of the deck. I saw the that it was a cicada, <laughs> which I find so interesting. And it's number 13. It represents transformation transition, and liberation. How perfectly fitting the cicada, transformation, transition, and liberation. A symbol of renewal and rebirth, cicada sweeps away the past, setting upon a clear new pathway. Having a transformative lifestyle, cicada assists in working through spiritual changes to move from an ending of a cycle into a fresh new beginning. In the creation of the new healthy you, the clearing of obstacles allows your energy to move forward. Life is permanently changing and change brings forth creativity and new freedoms. Keywords are transformation, liberation, change, transition, rebirth, renewal. Wow. I love, love, love when I pull a card from this deck So grateful for you, Paulina Cassidy, if you're listening to this, (laughs) the Spirit Song Tarot deck. It is so in alignment. That's energy. That's the beauty of life. The messages are there. The universe is there to guide the way with these beautiful manifestations and these things that are here in nature surrounding us if we choose to awaken it. If we choose to grow, to transform by taking a look inward, because life is changing. And the sooner that you can accept that and go with the flow in these cycles of life and break the old patterns, you're going to clear those obstacles and move forward. You're going to continuously transition and evolve because in that you're going to be setting those new pathways Because every day is a fresh new start. No matter what setback that you've faced, stop beating yourself up. Move forward. Because it's once you move forward and you raise that elevation and you raise that frequency that you shift the energy that you're going to align in the most beautiful space that you can find. And it's just a matter of achieving that day by day, and continually evolving to allow yourself to let go of the past, to move forward and transpire. What a liberating feeling, right? (laughs) Well, if you liked this episode, please like, 
subscribe, share, give me some stars wherever you're at. I would love your feedback. Always welcome to suggestions. You can email me at heavenlypennies1111 at gmail.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I hope that this touches you and resonates in some way. Until next time, namaste and keep collecting those heavenly pennies. 